This episode of Podcasting Amplify is sponsored by The Liberated Latina. On this show, we talk a lot about the importance of getting support when working towards your goals. A huge part of my growth as a person and in my business is absolutely because I invested in the support of a coach. Working with Daisy Lopez, the founder of The Liberated Latina, has helped me scale my business with an online presence that brings in my very best clients while allowing me space to be authentically me. If you know you're ready for the next level in your business, The Liberated Latina guides talented women of color coaches through custom marketing strategies that generate sales without social media hustle or sleazy tactics. If you want laser-focused guidance, our listeners get $100 off a client attraction strategy session that uses your human design and a profitable presence framework to optimize your marketing process. Just go to daisylopez.as.me forward slash amplify. That's D-A-I-S-Y-L-O-P-E-Z dot A-S dot M-E forward slash Amplify. I'm Kristen, and you're listening to Podcast and Amplify, a podcast for women entrepreneurs who want to amplify their voice and brand through podcasting and grow a wildly successful business. I'm the executive producer and host of two shows and an entrepreneur, and I love helping women grow their visibility, mindset, and business to the next level. Each week, I share tips on how to launch and leverage your podcast, and I'm bringing on the very best business leaders to give you advice on how to build your business empire. Let's amplify your voice and business. Welcome back to the show. So this week is the beginning of Latinx Heritage Month. And as I did in season one, I am dedicating the entire month from September 15th to October 15th to highlighting Latina voices. I absolutely love doing this last year and I'm excited and honored to elevate more Latina voices in podcasting. As you all know, it's a very strong mission of mine to uplift more diverse voices in podcasting. And because I'm a Latina, this month is near and dear to my heart. And I wanted to kick this month off with a really strong interview. All my guests are fantastic. But Esperanza, she has such a compelling story. And she shared such great tools and tactics for opening up your mind to all the possibilities that are available to you that you might not think are available to you based on your current circumstances or maybe some beliefs you have about yourself. And so I thought, what better way to kick off this month and this season really than to start with expanding our idea of what's possible for us and getting the tools to reach our biggest goals. So whether you're Latina or not, I know you'll find so much value in today's episode in this month-long series. Now, this is the first time that Podcast and Amplify has had sponsors. It's especially exciting because I put a lot of thought into who I wanted to partner with to help support this show. All of the brands that I am partnering with for this first round of sponsorships, I 100% believe in. 
they're aligned with my values, what we represent here on Podcast and Amplify, and their brands that I'm bringing to you because I know that you will find so much value in what they have to offer. Most of them are Latina-owned businesses. All of them are businesses owned by women of color that celebrate diversity. They are also generously giving this audience special discounts and promo codes. So make sure that you check out their deal, check out their website, just learn more about them because I've worked with every single one of them in some capacity and they absolutely over deliver. And what you see is really what you get. So jump on these great special offers created just for you, my podcast and Amplify family. And so with that, let's get into the show. Today, I'm so excited to have this guest on the show. I've been Instagram stalking her a little bit and just enjoying her content. And the topic she's going to talk about is mindset, getting rid of those blocks and limiting beliefs. And I think for Latinx Heritage Month, it's a great time to talk about that for our community and for anyone else listening. So Esperanza, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. When you reached out and you told me what this was for, I was like, oh yeah, I will add that to my calendar and, and be there. So thank you. Yes, thank you so much for being here. And let me tell listeners a little bit about you. So Esperanza LeBron, she's an executive coach and she's an expert in human performance. She helps her clients break through to new levels and access their inner certainty to drive them throughout the execution process creating their most desired outcomes, which is really exciting work to do. And I also found your story very interesting. So you were a teen mom. You then became an army officer veteran, a corporate consultant, and now an entrepreneur. And so you really know about thinking in terms of like possibilities and you know, having bigger dream for yourself than maybe what your reality at the time was. Can you tell me a little bit about how that journey has played into the work that you do today? Yeah, even just like hearing you say that every time somebody like mirrors that back to me, I'm like, Oh, my God, that sounds amazing. Because, uh, you know, I'm the one that's been through all of the things. And sometimes I just like forget that it was actually me in that in the trenches for all that time. But I think I was born a life coach. I don't know how to explain it. I was 21 years old when I went back to get my high school diploma. Like I was working at Honda and I'm from Bay City, Michigan. I was working at the Honda dealership. And I remember like the whole thing that set it off is I got a raise to like $8. It was like a quarter. And I was so happy about it. And then I was thinking like, I got home that night and I had this envelope. And I remember thinking like, I'm so happy about making $8 an hour. Like I really genuinely was, but I was like, I wonder if there was something else that I could do. And in that moment I sat there and I wrote on the back of an envelope and it was like wild, crazy, impossible goals, right? I didn't know what coaching was back then. I had no idea. Um, and the very first one was like, all right, if I want to do any of this, I need to get a high school diploma. And that set me on the path of like everything that brought me here into this room right now talking to you. It was just like setting a goal. And I know that if I can do what I've done, like I had been in an abusive relationship. I mean, I had two kids before I was, by 17, I had two sons. 
And um, I was living in in housing, like housing projects. And I was riding the bus to work. I didn't have a I didn't have a car, you know. And I was thankful for all of those things. But I remember one day even being on the bus, like, what would it be like to not have to do this? What would it be like to make more than this money? And um, so when we talk about like the work that I do now, limiting beliefs are always going to be there. It doesn't matter what part of life you come. I have coached so many people from wildly different income levels, people that have seven figure um, portfolios. And people that make like less than $30,000 a year, right? And the one thing that is in common, like the commonality thread with all of them is the limiting beliefs and like their blocks that they have. And it's always because we're always looking at the past. If we think about me back then, my story was high school dropout on welfare, have no evidence of doing anything else. So it was very easy for me to just stay there. And what happened, I was like, I didn't have anybody like saying, go to school or do all these things. But I just kept thinking like, what if I could be the one? What if I could be the one to break it? And that's what happened is I just took these little baby steps, high school diploma, um, community college. And then I remember crying, going to university and like crying because I didn't feel I was good enough to be there. And there was always this little voice that was like, get out of the car and walk in. And so I did. And then I, you know, I was able to do that. And then I got a graduate degree. But at every single level, there's always going to be this like self-doubt or uncertainty only because we've never done it before. That's it. That's that's what we need to realize. And so all of this going back around, I say, I think I was born a life coach because all of those things that I've gone through, and I didn't even mention my husband passing away in 2014, like right before I commissioned as an army officer. But I have gone through so many things in life and I'm only 34. I know it was to help pull other people out of it when their brain is like holding them back and saying, no, you can't do it. We're going to die. There's no way, you know, not you. You're not good enough. And I just called BS on all of that. You have such an inspiring story and you have such a depth of experience to pull from. And that question struck me because it is a very powerful question, right? What if like that, that question in and of itself, what if, and it just leads to the possibilities and thinking about not necessarily like what is happening in your current circumstances, but like to think outside of that. And it sounds like you're definitely wired almost to do that because the things that you experience are so profound and there's some real struggle there. I'm curious, you say, I think in your, some of the things I've read that you, that you've written that feeling better, living a better life, that that's the ticket to reaching your big goals. So can you explain that a little bit? So it's always like everything that we do is because we want a feeling like every time we go to the store, like basic psychology says that humans want, like we all move based off of how we want to feel. So my part, like when I help people is yes, we want to, sometimes people will want to wait until they feel really good to go do something. And really the magic is you have to think because it's your thought in like whatever you're thinking in your brain, that's going to send that, that feeling and that vibration throughout your body. Right. So if you know that and you really like start being aware of it, what happens is you can start creating feelings on demand that are actually going to move you, right? So I always talk about like, you really can live an an even better life, right? You can go after impossible goals and have this extraordinary life than what you think right now. And a lot of times it's, 
well, I have to wait until my kids are older. I have to wait until I lose the weight or I have to wait until my marriage isn't like this. I have to wait until I have more money. But I'm like, what if we could really think about a thought that creates such profound awareness and curiosity for you that's going to give you that feeling and that emotion that's actually going to drive you to start taking action now instead of waiting until we feel 100%. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because we are very much driven by, you know, how we feel and, you know, what's going to make us feel good. So what kind of mindset do we need to develop to stop putting those big goals on the back burner and and to really just like go after them? Yeah, I think a really good place is to start building some awareness around curiosity. My favorite thing when I'm looking to create a new result, I always get really curious. Like I, your brain is going to naturally offer you all of the ways that it's not going to work and it's not the right time. And it's going to have constant, I call it the negotiation and the objection cycle. It's kind of like this delusional cycle of safety that we've all created, but it's because our brain's job is to keep us safe. To get out of that cycle of like the inaction and actually go to the action, it's Thinking about, okay, but what if it did work and giving equal airtime to the possibility and not just the, but then this would happen if I fail, you know, and like in letting it sit here a little bit longer. And I like to always say like, give equal airtime. I want you to go to the future. Like if I had this wand, this was my wand right here and you were at your future self and you had that result, you met that goal. What are you thinking differently looking back now? And when we do that, we start to access wisdom. And one of the cool things about our mind is that your brain, like your mind doesn't know the difference between a truth and a lie. That sounds so crazy to think about that, but it's so powerful. And that's why visualization is so powerful. It's like an important key in actually creating what we want and getting out of our cycles of stuck and going after our impossible goals. So allow yourself to sit in possibility and curiosity and then see from that perspective. And then when you can come back, that's like one thing that's going to move the needle 10% for you maybe, and then start building like the small action from there. Yeah. I love the intentionality behind like sitting with that other side of yourself, you know, the, the, the future self, the more positive oriented self, because it's so easy to sit with the negative, you can't do it limiting part. It's just there, right? So if you can make time to spend time with that other side and think those other thoughts, you almost have to be intentional about doing that. And what you reminded me of that you're talking about is like that mind drama mm-hmm. that is always there, right? And it's like, oh, if you could just acknowledge that that's going to happen, then it helps you just be more conscious of, okay, that's what's going on. How do I counterbalance it? Yeah, absolutely. It's that awareness that's like so paramount in what you actually do next. I get that all the time. I still have the self-doubt and like that inner, I think we all do. It's like the constant work of our life, right? And so when we talk about managing our mind, that's what actually, that's what I mean by it. Some people are like, what do you actually mean by it? I'm like, Whatever you hear in your, it sounds so crazy, whatever you hear in your brain, but we're going off the premise that we are not our thoughts, right? Right. We are not our thoughts. So just notice that when we hear that negotiation and those things coming up, like the limiting beliefs really being forecasted right to the front and center, the very first thing is like, just to be aware of them. Because when we're aware of them, then we can actually challenge them and not take them for face value. Right. 
And that's the power in challenging them. Is this true? Is it useful? Is it helpful right now? Yeah, just not going along with like, oh, that's just how things are. But yeah, I'm challenging those thoughts. So this is something I'm excited to ask you about. Hey friends, we'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to take just a few seconds to invite you to a free workshop that I created. It's called Launch a Binge-Worthy Podcast, and it's all about helping you to create a heartfelt podcast that reaches your soul listeners and grows your business. If you want access, just go to podcastandamplify.com. It's totally free. Okay, friend, back to the show. So how do you use brain science or neuroscience um, to rewire those patterns, any of the blocks to elevate your self-concept? Dig into that a little bit more and, and share, like, how do you actually use that? Self-concept is probably my favorite thing to, to teach on and to coach on and help with because self-concept really just is all of your thoughts about yourself and the way that you show up within the world. If we think about if it's all of our thoughts about ourselves and how we show up in the world, that means that our thoughts, number one, are creating our reality right now. And I always use the analogy of like my studio that I'm in right now, I created this with thoughts that I had about myself and what my capabilities were in the past. So for everyone listening, like if you're listening in your car, you created that reality of you sitting in your car or in your house or your job or your marriage, all of that with thoughts about yourself from the past. So it's like you're your future self right now and you've set yourself up in this area right now. So self-concept, like a really um, a exercise that anyone can start with is start writing all of the things that you think about yourself. Right. And in the beginning, some of them may not be the best things you're going to find. I call it like flossing our flossing our teeth. We're going to get all the junk out onto paper. What's been doormat inside our subconscious and in our brain for years. So in the beginning, my thing was like, OK, I think I'm pretty smart. But what I wanted to believe about myself is that like, oh, I'm a genius. Some of the people in the industry and my teachers, I thought they were geniuses and that their brains were full of gold. I literally wrote that down like, oh my God, her brain is full of gold. I want to be like that. I want to think that about myself one day. So I would just write it down and I added it to my self-concept work. So it turns into, it's possible that I could be, my, my thoughts could be incredibly valuable. It's possible that I could have my own business. You see where I'm going? Like, these are just like mm -hmm. bridge thoughts. And I would write that list and I would look at it every day because we all know that our brain, like going back to the neuroscience part, it loves repetition. It loves you to be very efficient where it can extend the least amount of energy. So there's another thing that we know, it, it loves repetition. So if we keep saying that to ourselves and we start building awareness and we don't actually say things like, things that we don't actually believe they have to be um they have to be they have to be like believable because if not your brain's just going to chuck it out right so in the beginning i didn't believe i was like my brain was old yet i didn't believe that but i believed it was possible too and now i'm like oh yeah my brain is my brain is like full of gold then i actually had a client um at the beginning of the year mirror that back to me and I was just thinking like, it's because of the way that I've been showing up based on my self-concept. And so every time it elevates, I write something else or I borrow something else, or I see somebody out in the world doing something amazing. And I think about what are the thoughts that I have about them and how can I borrow those from me and start working on that now? So that's the piece of the self-concept work because our thoughts create our whole existence. So if we really do think things, we're going to show up differently. 
We're going to do things differently. We're going to take action that maybe we never would have, even if we think it's just a slight possibility. And the repetition part, because the brain loves repetition, it's like, I usually use the analogy of like the maps on our phone, right? So when we go back to basic neuroscience principles, the maps on your phone, let's say you moved. And so the map is telling you like, go left, but your default response, because there's a neuron of you going so many times driving right, you're going to go right. And it's going to take a while for you to do it automatically to go left. So it's just a, a process, a continued process of repetition and the actions that we take that are ultimately going to help us create new neural pathways. And I think before they said it was like 21 days to create a habit, but I really think it's 90. I really think it's about 90 days where it's set in because in the life coaching lounge, I teach 90 days to done. And the reason I have it at 90 days is because the first 30 days, it's like you're really trying to figure out your self-concept and all of your thoughts. You're doing so much new work that you yourself are like questioning. Is this really me? Could I really do this? Is it really possible? That's like the first 30 days. And the 60 days is you're still blossing out all of that junk. But if you stay at it, by the time you're done with the 90, then that's set in. We got to get, so I, I always think like it's longer than the 21 days for it to set in in our brain. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. I mean, a lot of these beliefs, they're so deeply rooted. And like, I remember I was going through, I think some coaching or some therapy at the same time. I'm not sure which, but it, I was really working on these beliefs. And I remember, I think I told my husband like, my brain feels fried. Yeah. Because I was like trying to shed the old and bring in the new. I, I was just mentally exhausted. And so it does take that time to introduce the new ideas, the new concepts. And then for those to actually take root, right? For the neural pathways to create new paths. But there was a sense of pulling me back because your brain has these places it already knows to go. And yes. so it's like, oh, wait a minute. You want me to create this whole new thing? Yes. I love that you brought that up because that just really speaks to the cognitive dissonance in the beginning. We have two conflicting beliefs, right? And they, what if you have like, this thing that you actually believe because it's what's embedded and programmed in you from growing up and you've been operating that way for however many years, then you come into coaching or self like your self-awareness work, your mindset work, and you start telling yourself another thing. It's not something that you can believe right away. So then it becomes cognitive dissonance and it's going to continue canceling each other out until because the repetition comes in, right? Then it will as long as you keep doing it and showing up that way, then the brain is actually going to start lighting up and under CAT scans, MRIs, you can actually see the new neurons that are going to be connect that are connecting and lighting up when you think about that thing. It's hard. Yeah, that, that was like one of the most tiring times of my <laughs> life, um, but so worth it. And I just love the idea of the brain just being like so malleable and like that we are meant to evolve. Yes even physiologically, it's supported in our brain structure. And, and to me, that's very exciting. So can you give the, you know, listeners a few actionable ways that they can start managing their mind to like reach these big goals to live more fulfilled lives? I'm sure you have a ton of tips for us. But if you could just give us a few. I would say number one, when it comes to managing your mind, and it's so simple, like I know a lot of us do journaling. So we do something that I call a fat download. 
And in the morning, I do this every day. I grab my coffee and I just write down everything that's in my brain. I'm checking it out. I'm like watching it to see it come out without any judgment. And then when I'm looking at it, this is the managing your mind part around it is circle things that are actually true. Separate your stories from your facts. What's actually factual and notice how much time, how much drama that we're giving to the, the stories, the things that we're actually labeling them and writing it that way when actually the actual fact is this. So that's one part where you can start there. The other part is I always say like everyone has something that you want to do. Everyone that's listening right now, there's something that's been in your head, like, oh my God, one day I'm going to do that. Or one day, and maybe you've tried and maybe you failed. And so because the brain wants to keep you safe, when we fail, it's going to negotiate you and say to come back to the cave, right? It loves to have you in the cave and keep every day like Groundhog Day, do everything the same. So think about what that is as you hear me speaking right now, and then just write it down. And start looking at it like, okay, that is an impossible goal right now. Is it something that that feels like truly impossible? But if I could guarantee my own results that I could create that, what would I do first? What would I do first? Then you go ahead and you write that down. And that becomes the very first part of your blueprint that can move you 10% towards it. And then you actually have to take the action. Yeah, I love the intentionality behind your journaling because sometimes it, it can be like oh just get up and dump your thoughts but I like that you're encouraging people to like not judge them as they're coming out but then to kind of analyze what you've written and and draw con maybe some conclusions or just kind of see what's coming up for you through that journaling process mm -hmm. I think that that is important um, especially when we first wake up right there's so much going on so much yeah <laughs> that we can tap into so I want to make sure that people know how they can find out about you before we end this conversation but I do want to ask you the signature question for this season that's been slightly modified for this month so how is being a Latina a superpower in your business, but we could say in your life too, however you want to answer that question. Yes. Oh, I love this question. Number one, because I'm a Latina, like we are, my family's from Mexico, Mexicana. My whole life, I was told like things were not for us. Like my grandparents love them so much. They helped my mom, you know, raise us, but they just, they just said like, you know, that that was for other people that didn't look like us. And I think one of the best part about being a Latina is saying like, no, this is for us too. And being that representation, because I always say who we see out in the world succeeding or doing things that we want to do, it makes it possible if we can relate. It makes it possible if like you can see yourself in that person, maybe by relating to some of their story, but also relating to what they look like. It makes it so much more real to you. And that, that grit and that work ethic that we all have Oh my God, in my business, I am like, I have to rem remember that when I work with people, that not everyone is at the stamina that I have. Because I just have that in me. It's like in my blood. My grandpa worked hard in the fields his whole life. My mom has worked, all of my sisters, we all have like this hardcore work ethic. Not like a hustle energy, but like we get things done. And I know that is from my my roots. That's from my roots. And I love that. It's it's 
elevated me. And also it's challenged me like, okay, there's not a lot of us Latinas in this space. So now I know that that is the room that we need to walk to and we need to have a seat at that table instead of waiting for us to have a seat at that table. Specifically at the beginning of this year, I invested in a program and it was $35,000, the biggest investment I ever had, I had ever made so far. And when I went to the event, I was the only Latina in the room. And that is what needs to change. Like we have to do something about that. And that's my mission. Like I want to reach as many, as many people, especially our Latinas and our Latinos that are out there because we just need more representation. Absolutely. And I so relate to the grit, the hard work. I mean, that's just what you see your grandparents, your parents doing and you Mm -hmm. take that on. And that's just a part of who, who you are and how you operate. Also that saying that you can't be what you what you don't see. Yes. Like if you're not seeing yourself out there represented, and that's so a part of the mission here on this podcast is, you know, similarly, I, you know, I would look around at like the entrepreneurial space, the coaching space, the podcasting space. And I'm like, mm. I cannot see one more of that same type of person um, because I know there are so many other important voices out there, but they're just not being elevated. Yes. Right. It's like we're out there, but it's just not the sort of low hanging fruit mm-hmm. is what I felt. Um, so uh, thank you for sharing that. I agree with you. And I, it's part of the reason why I really wanted to have you on this platform to show like, okay, well, here's an example of, you know, what you can be and, and of something that is there, but not represented near enough. So I appreciate that. I appreciate you for coming on the show and sharing your story and your really valuable tools and tips. So how can people get connected with you and find out more about you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at esperanza.thelifecoach. And then my website is executeit, and it's actually two E's, so E-E-X-E-C-U-T-E-I-T.com. You can learn more about the Life Coaching Lounge that I recently opened, that I recently launched. We do a lot of this work in there as well. And then if I could just say one more thing that came up as you were saying that. For all of the people that are listening, just like Kristen and I, we saw this space that, you know, we didn't really have the most representation. And one thing that I want to challenge everyone with is find that for you and just go first. Do it scared. Like I'm scared all the time. (laughs) You know, it's gotten like the fear has lessened down a little bit because I know how to manage my mind and stuff. But I do so many things that I'm scared of because I know that there's so many, there's so many of us coming after so like, I'll, I'll go first, I'll jump as many places as I can to have more representation for us in there. I love that. So do it scared, you know, you are impacting the generations to come. And yes. there are people looking to you as an example, and that's such a powerful position to be in. And own it you know like Mm. it's and we're all here for each other is the thing right we're all there is community here and if anything that latinos are good at (laughs) it's community right it's family it's um being there for each other so um it's just we we know that we have that like kind of in our back pocket right as we go through these doors and open them and bust them down and do the the scary things yes absolutely absolutely yeah 
Well, Esperanza, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. And we'll link to all of your places to find you in the show notes. And thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Oh, such an honor. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the show. And don't forget to check out our sponsor, The Liberated Latina, and get your $100 off a client attraction strategy session by going to daisylopez.as.me forward slash amplify. Thanks for listening to this episode of Podcast and Amplify. If you love the show, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And the best way to support this show is by sharing, rating, and reviewing the podcast. For those of you who leave a review, you'll get the chance to win a 30-minute strategy session or a mini audit of your existing podcast. Thanks for listening. And remember, your voice and what you have to offer is needed in the world. Until next week, take care.